Hello, and welcome to the Freedom Challenge online podcast. Here at the Freedom Challenge, we strive to do good by helping enslaved women and children to do more than you ever thought physically possible and to do it together by connecting women with a heart for a hurting world. We hope you enjoy your time being informed and encouraged with host Tracy Doherty and our amazing guests. So let's get ready and join Tracy for this week's episode. Welcome back to the Freedom Challenge online podcast. I'm Ruth Willett, the prayer coordinator of the Freedom Challenge USA, and I will be your host today. If you're a new listener wondering what we're about at the Freedom Challenge, it's basically a movement of passionate women who love to participate or choose to participate in physical challenges, testing their limits and raising funds and awareness to fight for freedom to address the issue of human trafficking and modern day slavery. And these women come together, they do good, do more. And we are inviting you to join with us today as we go on a prayer journey for the ladies who are going to hike Mount Kilimanjaro. I'm joined today by Lerato. Now, Lerato is a new acquaintance to me but someone that I'm looking forward to meeting when I get to Tanzania. One thing that struck me, however, when I had a video call with her was her fun personality. The joy of the Lord just shines out of her. So we're going to have fun today, and may I even suggest that it's going to strengthen us. We're continuing to celebrate the 10-year anniversary of the Freedom Challenge this year. And as I said, we're on here today because of the anniversary return hike to Kilimanjaro. Whoop, whoop. So welcome, Lerato. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got involved with OM and the Freedom Challenge? Hello, Ruth, and everyone listening to the podcast today. My name is Lerato, known as Lee. I am a wife to my lovely husband, John, and we have been blessed with three awesome boys. I am South African, serving in the Ministry of Operation Mobilization in South Africa called Eight Hope, where my husband is the ministry leader. I enjoy singing, dancing, and spending time with my family, and I am passionate about growth and becoming a better example of Christian living to my boys and all that the Lord has called me to lead. Thank you, Lee. It's an honour to have you on with me today. One of the questions I like to ask people that I meet and get to spend time with is, what is your most favourite thing about God? So, Lee, I'm going to ask you that question. What is your most favourite thing about God? Awesome. So my favourite thing about God is how he does not give up on us. He is so consistent in loving humanity and he is not out there bullying um, anyone to know that he is God. Instead, he is out there building joyful relationships with his children and revealing to us the truth through his amazing, awesome Holy Spirit. Mm. That's good. So if you've heard me speak in any of the other podcasts, then one thing you probably already know about me is that one of my favourite things about God is how personally invested he is in our freedom, the freedom of the one. Not just the large, urgent freedom, 
Well, today I'm probably not going to say anything hugely different, but I am going to try to inspire us to hope greater than we've dared to hope before in the beauty of the life that we get to live with our God. Together, Lee and I are also going to show you that we can hope beyond measure. And I want to show that there's an inheritance of Freedom Climb, now Freedom Challenge, that we are privileged to take possession of. Not only did Jesus and his ultimate sacrifice and victory make it possible for us to receive the intimacy and great hope of his love that he so freely, but as Lee said, doesn't bully us to offer. But we have the people who walked the path before us and have paved the way to also receive this love. There's a, re- a legacy that we are a part of in this movement and in this moment. I want to read an email to you now that Kathy Anderson, the founder of the Freedom Challenge, sent out to all the climbers after the very first Kilimanjaro hike. Dear climbers, I know each of you experienced something very unique and special that was intended just for you. I could see it in your faces, in your tears and in your pain. We each experienced something that spoke directly to our heart and that message was intimately personalised by the Lord who loves us so. While we thought we were climbing for the women being exploited, oppressed and crushed, little did we know that we would be experiencing a profound freedom in our own lives. And so, as I ask you to share with me I'll take this time to share the message that the Lord spoke directly to my heart. It was the first night on the trail. The area was beautiful. The ground was soft, the vegetation green and fragrant. But everything was new and unfamiliar. And we were really just trying to wrap our heads around what this journey was going to be. We figured out the tent situation. The porta potty was set up. Thank you, Lord. And as we crawled into our tents that night, that I am sleeping with someone I just met mood took effect as Regina and I became tent mates. Attempting to be sensitive to each other's space, we quietly feathered our nests, well, laid out our sleeping bags and gear and said goodnight. It was around midnight when I awoke with a start, prayed, listened to worship, prayed, texted my husband, prayed, texted Regina, prayed, had to use the porta potty and in my long underwear and fleece jacket I as quietly as possible unzipped the tent <laughs> quietly huh and stepped outside and that's when it happened the heavens were alive the waning moon was brilliant against the black sky the stars over the great beast of a mountain were nothing short of brilliant and majestic but there were wispy clouds feverishly moving across the face of the moon And it became clear there's an intense battle going on. But the heavens continued to sing in a choir of angels that cannot ever be described. I could almost hear the voices and the swords clashing. We do not fight against flesh and blood. We fight against principalities. And the heavens were in full battle. And that night, as we were starting the climb, the heavens were in fierce battle. But the victory, it was and always will be the Lord's. And on that first night, the Lord showed me that he was fighting for us. His angels were covering our back 
he was right there with us the whole way, covering us with his protection. And the peace that surpasses all understanding settled over my spirit because I knew you were all in very, very safe hands. He loves Aziza Warrior Woman so much. He was fighting for each one of us every step of the way. What do we have to fear? With great love, Kathy. The Lord showed me that he was fighting for us. His angels were covering our back and he was right there the whole way covering us with his protection. And the peace that surpasses all understanding settled over my spirits because I knew you were all in very, very safe hands. He loves his warrior woman so much. He was fighting for each one of us every step of the way. What do we have to fear? I just needed to repeat that. We are in very safe hands. Hands that placed out the brilliant majestic stars and who knows each by name. So ladies about to hike Kilimanjaro, this is for you. But listeners, this is for you too. This God is for you. Loves to surround us and fight for us whether we know it yet or not. Lee, do you have anything to add here? Anything that the hands of God represent for you or a personal testimony, ways that you've seen Jesus go after the one? Oh, wow. This actually reminds me of how in love and involved God is with us. And in the Psalm 139, Verse 1 to 6 in the Passion Translation, it reads, Lord, you know everything there is to know about me. You perceive every moment of my heart and soul, and you understand my every thought before it even enters my mind. You are so intimately aware of me. Lord, you read my heart like an open book. And you know all the words I'm about to speak before I even start a sentence. You know every step I I will take before my journey even begins. You've gone into my future to prepare the way. And in kindness, you follow behind me to spare me from the harm of my past. You have laid your hand on me. This is just too wonderful, deep, and incomprehensible. Your understanding of me brings me wonder and strength. And I just love the scripture so much. Mm, I love that too. And I especially love how it sounds in the Passion Translation. And just an extra bonus for all you getting ready to hike. He has gone into your future to prepare the way. So let's pause the podcast and pray a prayer of thanks that God is preparing our way. A prayer of thanks for the rich legacy that we get to be a part of. And a prayer of thanks that this God, the God who never loses a fight, is for you and loves to surround you and fight for you. Okay, welcome back. As I said, we're on here today sharing because a group of ladies are taking on the challenge of hiking Mount Kilimanjaro. So first of all, thank you. Thank you for your yes to take on this challenge. Thank you for raising funds and awareness and for saying it's enough. This mountain of human trafficking needs to move. Freedom needs to reign here. 
So let's pause the podcast and pray for human trafficking to end in Tanzania, in Africa, in the USA and in the world. Nowhere is untouched by this, but we are believing today, as always, that our steps matter, our prayers carry weight and our God is fighting. Welcome back. Lerato, do you want to add anything here about human trafficking in Africa? So recently I read that of the trafficked victims recorded in Africa, 64% of them are children and an estimated 2.8 out of every 1,000 people in Africa are living in modern-day slavery. And in South Africa which is where I live, 2,200 girls are kidnapped every single day and are forced into sex trade. They are beaten, raped, and sometimes killed. So as we take on the Mount Kilimanjaro, it is for this purpose that we ask you, our listener, to stand with us as God rewrites the story of healing, forgiveness, and a renewed hope. To, the, to, to those brokenhearted due to modern day slavery. Oh God, we do ask you to rewrite the story. I love that phrase. Thank you, Lee. I want us just to pause again straight away and let's not move past what we just heard. It is awful. Um. So whatever you need to do here, whether you want to put on a worship song and tell God that's your prayer, whether you want to scream and stomp and and ask when it's going to change, but let's, let's not move past it. And if we need to wrestle, which we quite honestly should, let's wrestle in the arms of our Father. Okay, thank you for coming back. So I decided to do a Google search. And the question I asked was, why do people hike Kelly? It led me to an article written by a Tim Ward on the nationalgeographic.com called 10 Reasons to Climb Kilimanjaro. I'm going to read points 4, 7 and 10. So point 4 and this one, this is for you ladies getting ready to hike. Get excited. Kilimanjaro, one of the world's greatest natural wonders, a snow-covered mountain on the equator, an ocean of green forest surrounded by dry savanna. Climbing Kelly is like walking from the equator to the North Pole in a week, providing dramatic changes in vegetation and animal life day by day. Kilimanjaro is also a sky island. Its high altitudes have created habitat for strange and unique life forms found only on a few other peaks on the planet, such as the delicate elephant flower and the bizarre Kilimanjaro tree. So that's one reason. Lee, I'm going to ask you to read point seven or reason seven for me as it feels really personal as well as inspiring. Awesome. So it says Kilimanjaro inspires a continent to freedom. Kilimanjaro belongs to Tanzania, the first nation in Africa to win win independence from colonial powers. (laughs) 
It was then called Tanganyika before independence in 1959. Soon to be President Julius Nyerere said, We the people of Tanganyika would like to light a candle and put it on the top of Mount Kilimanjaro, which would shine beyond our borders, giving hope where there was despair, love where there was hate and dignity, where before there was humiliation. Today the summit is called Uhuru Peak, and Uhuru is the Swahili word for freedom. Mm. You read that better than I could have. And before I read point 10, I want to pause as a Brit and working for the Freedom Challenge in the USA. I feel like I need to take the example that we see in the Old Testament in the book of Nehemiah, an example where they cry for generational repentance from the sins of their fathers. Why do I do this? Well, let's face it talking of colonialism, Britain's involvement in the transit is in this is is something. And their involvement in the transatlantic slave trade officially began with royal approval in 1663. And in less than 150 years, Britain was responsible for transporting millions of enslaved Africans to colonies in the Americas, where men women and children were forced to work on plantations that denied their basic rights. And I do also want to say, yes, Britain was a big part in ending the slavery of the past through the work of William Wilberforce and others, as was the USA. And yes, it wasn't me. In fact, I'm working to end it. But the truth is, As nations, we have had many sins in our past in this area of slavery. And I just want to pause and repent from that. I want to say to you, Lee, and to on here with me representing Africa, I want to say sorry. And I want us all to just pause the podcast right now and and feel the weight of our responsibility as individuals and nations. And thank God that he is such a redeemer and that this peak is called freedom. You know, colonialism is defined as control by one power over a dependent area or people. And it occurs when one nation subjugates another conquering its population and exploiting it. Now, I know, as in all things, there's good in the bad. Um, education and, and healthcare and things came from colonialism improvements. But just because there's good doesn't mean we shouldn't talk about the bad. So I do want to repent from this. And I feel the need to cry out, oh God, it's enough. Because we're still on here talking about the subjugation of another, the exploitation. It has a new name. It's now modern day slavery or human trafficking. But we need to cry out again, how can we stop this? God, it's enough. Would you move your hand? 
that we could see this $150 billion a year industry, this enslaver of 40 plus million, that this awful mountain of slavery would crumble into the sea once and for all, that we wouldn't have to hear Lee say that every single day, 2,000 plus are being enslaved for sex trafficking. Let's pause the podcast and cry out in our own words. Okay, are you ready to get excited? Because we need to live in the tension of the wrestle as well as the celebration. Point 10 of the 10 reasons to climb Kilimanjaro states, Kilimanjaro inspires transformation. And when you climb Kilimanjaro and stand on the roof of Africa, you see the world a different way. And what seemed impossible in your life might just be doable. The mountaintop is a place for vision, inspiration and a new beginning. And the famous song by Juluka goes, I'm sitting on the top of Kilimanjaro, I can see a new tomorrow. I'm sitting on the top of Kilimanjaro, I cast away all my sorrows. So to those of you climbing, wow, what a journey awaits you. And to those of you listening and wondering how you're going to get this kind of transformation without the hike up Kilimanjaro, you won't. At least not this specific one. But the truth is that our God is a God of transformation. It's one of his specialties. He never leaves us where we are. He transforms ash to beauty, mourning to joy and despair to praise. And I promise you that if you walk with this God, with this beautiful Jesus, transformation is guaranteed. Lee, I'd love to just ask you to pray however you feel led right now. Pray over our ladies hiking and yourself included because you're doing it. Pray over our listeners or just thank our beautiful Jesus for who he is, however you want to do it. Thank you so much, Heavenly Father, for being with us. And I thank you that only you can be our unwavering hope. You are our confidence. And as we take on Mount Kilimanjaro, um, I thank you that you are with us. You are on our side and we are never alone. I thank you that, Father, this represents um, all the pain that human trafficking has, has caused. And I thank you that in you, we can find our hope in you. We can find healing in you. We can find forgiveness if even and reconciliation. So I pray that, Father, that this act that we do to climb Mount Kilimanjaro, that it may speak that truth, that it may speak the truth of healing and forgiveness. And I pray for all the ladies um, that will be climbing, including myself. And I thank you that, oh, Lord, we will be pushing we will be encouraging each other and we will be doing this together. Um, so I just want to thank you for your strength um, to be able to climb Mount Kilimanjaro in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. 
All right, I'm going to end with what I felt God speak to me when I began praying about this hike and our group event in early 2021. The word hope jumped out at me. Then I believe I heard, there is great faith and great love, but I want to infuse great hope. And I believe that God is so proud of this faith and love that represents this group of women and even within Africa, but that he has so much more planned for us. And I just sense that this part of the journey that we're embarking on together is an infusion of hope for all that God has planned. Restoration, redemption, beauty and great hope. Abundant life, basically. God doesn't want us just believing that he's big enough. He wants us to have an anticipation, an expectancy of what he loves to do to take care of his kids. So that even when we find ourselves in the not yet, we can still feel hope and joy arise. At first, when I was remembering this, I attached the word explosion to hope, an explosion of hope. And as exciting as that sounds, it's big and quick. But when I looked back over my notes, I realised it wasn't an explosion of hope. It was an infusion of hope. This is actually so much more. The Merriam-Webster Dictionary defines infuse as to cause to be permeated with something that alters, usually for the better, or to introduce a new spirit, to inspire and animate and bring a sense of purpose and to steep, like you steep a liquid, such as steep it in a liquid such as water without boiling and it extracts the constituents or principles and so God is desiring for hope to be steeped into us inspiring us altering us bringing life to us and as Romans 5 tells us hope does not disappoint us Lee what closing thoughts do you have for us awesome only God can be our unwavering hope. He is our confidence. And as we take on the mountain, awesome ladies, I am sure that God is on our side. And to you who is listening to this podcast today, I would like to say that God is on your side. Hold on to him as he will never withhold any good thing from you because he loves you. And only he can truly love you well. So thank you so much for having me today. And God bless you and all the listeners. Mm, that's good. Thank you for joining us today. And thank you to you listening and you getting ready to hike this mountain, climb this mountain for glancing on the darkness, but together gazing on the one who was and is and always will be the answer to all we will ever need, including this awful darkness. But we know that darkness does not get to overcome. So I, as always, will be leaving this podcast to worship. I'm going to worship to Ring and Robe by Dante Bowie and to the Hope of Jesus by Hope Darst. So thank you for continuing to believe that your steps matter your prayers carry weight 
and your God is fighting. So until next time, do good by helping enslaved women and children. Do more than you ever thought physically possible and do it together by connecting with women who have a heart for a hurting world. And until next time, hope wildly. If Jesus is the centre of your hope, no matter what, you won't be disappointed. Thanks for listening to the Freedom Challenge online podcast. If you liked what you heard, join the fight to set women and children on a pathway to freedom across the globe. We are a proud ministry of Operation Mobilization USA and encourage you to learn more at thefreedomchallenge.com and omusa.org for how you can get involved. Follow us on Facebook, on Instagram at the FCUSA, and don't forget to subscribe and leave a review to let us know what you think. We'll see you next time.